Where's the lighter? Uh oh. Is it below the harpooner? Nope. Oh my gosh. Oh, here it is. Fill it. Welcome back to Tanvian Tour Talk. This is season 15, episode 3. With the boys. How are the boys feeling today? Good. So so. Decent. I'm feeling full myself. Yeah, I feel full. I feel uh, full of light and love today. Yeah. I think I think we've had a pretty good morning. Yeah, decent. We ate at the Yellow Deli. The Yellow Deli. Hey. Which sounds a lot like the Hello Deli, which is where Rupert G works. Yeah, that's right. Rupert. But this was not Rupert G's deli. But Rupert's not a member of the 12 tribes. Yeah, do we start with the Yellow Deli? Do we just kick right in with the Yellow Deli? No, we start deli? with the lay of the van. Oh, thanks, Ben. You're right. Coming at you from the back. It's me. Ben. Seat one, section three. Seat two, mic two. Zach. On my Wait a minute, we're not getting Zach. Zach's we're not, not getting Zach on the recording. I guarantee you, Zach's just not talking into the microphone. I guarantee you I am talking into the microphone. There you go, the there you are. I'm getting you. So presumptuous. Why are you so quiet? I'm looking at the recording, the waveform. Try it again, Zach. Which one are you, Zach? Number? Mic two. Right. Check, 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 Mike, too. We got you now. We just got a fax from Jared. Oh, what Jared faxed to us? He's listening to the podcast and laughing a lot, but <laughs> also wishing that he was with us. Oh. Well, I wish he was here, too. That's saddening. Okay, Zach, feel free to continue. I said my piece. <laughs> this is David Microphone 3. I'm in the middle. It doesn't matter which number it is, does it? Yeah, if you it want to. It doesn't, but it can. I'm number four. This is Kurt next to David in the middle. AD is riding passenger seat today. He has microphone number six. This is Mike five. Mike Adams driving the rig big. I feel like we've got a lot to tell here today. Yeah? Feels like it. Where'd we leave off? We were on our way to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah, we rolled in. Went to the uh, vintage shop. Collective Clothing. Let's endorse co Collective Clothing. Today's episode is brought to you by Collective, Collective clothing. clothing. We'll put up a picture of the shirt I'm wearing from Collective Clothing. How many clothing? people in the tan van bought something from Collective Clothing last night? Me. Me. Three. Three. 50% of the boys purchased items at Collective Clothing last night. It's a good vintage night. shop, man. I think I would have if I had had, if, if I had, had more time in there. I think I could have found something. They had a yeah. lot of great stuff. The problem with me is that I'm long in the torso. I bought a shirt that everyone encouraged me to buy, but they were joking as it turns no, out. I, did you get the green one? Yeah. I really liked it. I liked it. Is that called a Nehru shirt? <laughs> Was it a dashiki? I don't, it wasn't a dashiki. It was made in India. I think it looks great. I can't wait to see your body in it. Thank you. 
There, yeah, I pick, I tried on a thing or two. I, there were so many cool items in there, but the, none of them fit me, unfortunately. I wanted to spend more time. In those places, I like to look once, think, and then look again. Yeah. They've really come a long way with that place. It looks so good in there. feels good. Yeah, it's great. Lots of neat little stuff, and they've kind of got every nook and cranny packed with cool stuff. 20% off if you drop a poke lure. Why am I getting texts? That's me. I'm on, That's me. I'm responding But I'm on airplane mode. I thought. Uh-oh. Because I didn't want the recording to get interrupted. Do you want, interrupted, me, to, do you want me to put it on airplane mode? Yeah, double check, but I thought I did. Waiting on confirmation of airplane So mode. we did that, then we hit up uh, What do you mean, Sluggo's Vegetarian Restaurant. Oh, yeah, we went to Sluggo's on a couple of recommendations. Eric Ayot recommended that place before we took off from Bloomington. What's that? I thought I was. We are now on airplane mode. I saved it. Thank goodness. I got to uh, say, I violated my diet this morning. I had a gluten-free bagel. Oh, no gluten for David. How was it? Fine. Weird. It, it To me, it tasted like exactly what it is, which is like a thing that is full of gluten that is missing the thing that it's made of. Like it... <laughs> felt very weak to it me. It was like a bagel with a hole in it. I like a huge bagel. But, whatever. I like a pretzel bagel. Where'd we go from Sluggos? From Sluggos, we went to JJ's Bohemia. Yeah, and then we played the show, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Had a great night hanging out with uh, Travis and Sandra. I want to talk about JJ's. It was one of those shows, What Sucks. Uh, when we got there, Eddie, the bartender, was extremely nice to us. Offering us half off on any drinks we wanted. But he was very nice and welcoming. The place was kind of neat, but not set up well for shows. Cigarette smoke. Cigarette smoking yeah. was allowed in there, which was just the worst. There's that arcade bar next door that uh, had a blast eavesdropping in. Where people, oh yeah, I was, so was going to say, Ben, you were still playing Tetris when I left, but just listening to those legitimate nerds in there oh, was that guy. entertaining. Yeah, tell me about that, because we were in there, so we couldn't talk about there's it. There's this but. guy trying to flirt oh, God. with this lady, yeah. and it was just like... Oh, man. I mean, he's just a clueless dude. Give me some verbatim. <clears throat> Can I have another hug? You're really good at hugs. You're really, really? You're so good at giving oh, hugs. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, was that was my favorite one. one. Yeah. You're so good at giving hugs. Was she into it? No. Or was she avoiding it? Uh, she was being very nice to him. Hard to say. She was a nerd, too. He called her out for giving him a fake phone number. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's boy. actually true. Yay. Yeah. That is actually true. And then it was like, did you give me a fake number? Because this text didn't go through. If you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. Yeah. Yep, that's all true. That's not good. <laughs> I didn't hear any of this. I was just playing Tetris. Yeah, Ben and I were just huddled over this Tetris machine silently listening to these people. And I was like grunting now and again, trying not to. Yeah? I'm number five. I'm going to turn down your mic. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. 
there was a Super Smash Brothers tournament that we missed. Uh, yeah, the vibe was a little weird in there when we walked in. It reminded me of a spot I'd been in before. Didn't want to return to. Called Adolescence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, noticed they were playing the theme song to Silicon Valley. Oh, really? <laughs> on the stereo. Oh, that's funny. That's just so awful to me. Yeah, we had a couple drinks there. Wait around. Enjoyed the patio. Enjoyed the little weird patio in the back. And uh, then we went back to the venue. Enjoyed their patio. There was a patio at the arcade, too? I didn't yeah. know these patios existed until it was like built into the after the show, pretty of much. The patio of the bar. Ah, yeah, uh, the whole night, Mike. I was just hanging out outside. Yeah, I, well, I was talking to Travis and Sandra, and then the show started, and I just stayed in there. JJ's had an extremely solid patio, I would say. Yeah, it was nice. huge. It was almost yeah. bigger than the venue. Yeah, I think so. I really like Chattanooga. I wish we'd had a better show there. Yeah. My amp broke. David's amp fried, like, as we're going on. I don't know what's wrong with he it. He turned it on, played a few notes, everything was fine, and then we start the first song, and nothing. It looks like it should be working. It's not. Yeah, that sucks. So this morning we went to a music shop, and the guy was rude to David. Mountain music. I don't get it, man. I don't... Get those guys. Why do they work there? Bitter. It's, it's their chance to be rude. Maybe. Sometimes Maybe they're I'm just not good at Super Smash Brothers, so they don't have a community. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You think they would be excited to have like someone different come through? I don't know. If you know anything Maybe. about how often you should change your tubes in your bass amp, let me know. Call Cause, in. Because apparently I'm doing the wrong thing, and I should be shamed for it according sound to this like guy. Tube. It doesn't I don't think it's the tubes. I don't think so either. It's like changing the oil in your car, you know. You damage no, your circuit no, board if you not. don't change Did the you tubes. say to the guy, it's when's like the last that. time you saw a car with this many cobwebs in it, idiot? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to try to get that looked at in Atlanta today if we can. So if anyone out there who's hearing this tomorrow has a good recommendation <laughs> for a music shop slash amp tech in Atlanta, Georgia. Just let us know. Just get into your time machine and warn me that my amp's going to break before the show at Chattanooga. We don't really know very many people in Atlanta. We realized we know two people there. One of them texted me just a few minutes ago saying he's going to try to make it to the show but because of the terror attack in France, work is crazy. Oh, boy. And so he's going to do his best to get to the show, but he doesn't know what it's going to look like. I thought you were about to make a vice presidential announcement joke. <laughs> I wish. But that's real. Yeah, he works at CNN. Who's that? Our friend Joel. So uh, CNN? Yeah, and so, cool. you know, it's nutty over there today because I've got all this news to report. My friend Wolf works there, too. Wolf? Yeah. The Blitz, man? <laughs> you know him? I've heard of him. NFL Blitz. That. My friend AC works there. AC, AD, do you know AC? Yeah, I know AC. Addison? Cool AC? 
My fingers smell like ketchup. Mine too. And mustard. That sandwich I had at Yellow Deli today was very good. Yeah. It was a mess, but it was so tasty. Uh, so, we stayed with our wonderful friends last night, and then they recommended to us, go eat at Yellow Deli. They had two egg chairs at their house. They had two what? Egg chairs. And multiple egg lamps. What are those? It's like those lamps that have um, the bulb at the end of it on a very small stick. Oh. Couple uh, eggheads. Yeah, I'm the egg man, but I'm the walrus. You're the Chattanooga cuckoo choo Oh, we ate at uh, Sluggos. It was really good. David mentioned that. <laughs> it was good. Feeling a little spacey because the hippies put something in our food. Okay, we got to get to the bottom of this. Okay, so we went to the Yellow Deli. Which is a restaurant, a very cool restaurant with delicious food run by a cult of hippies. In fact, they refer to themselves as hippies. Well, as being a part of the hippie movement in their genesis. It's a religious cult. They had literature. For, I picked some up, actually, some of their free literature. If someone wants to get it out, we could read a, read a piece from it. But Hey, have, uh, have you ever heard that original joke by A.C.? about hippies. How's it go? Goes like this. A wide did the hippie <laughs> light up a fat doobie <laughs> when he was given change of eighty dollars. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> why? Because it was four twenties. Uh, okay. Wow. That's an AC original there. I I've heard AC tell that one. You have to The setup like is too. better than the punchline. Yeah. That's part of it. <laughs> That's what I like about that. It's kind of an anti-humor. That's what I like, anti-humor. I'm against humor. That's a genre, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this podcast. <laughs> you should put that in the tags. Oh, that's a good idea. We, I, I don't know how mu how many liberties we can take here. We we ran into a friend of ours when we get, uh, we this is crazy. Well, when we got to the Yellow Deli, we ran into a friend of ours, and he had some insider info on the Yellow Deli, and he told us all about it, and we made a recording of him telling us about it, and he said, "You're not going to put this on the internet, are you?" Well, we could pitch it down way and, down, and we <laughs> and I said, "We won't put your name. We won't say your name," and he said. Okay. And then he told us the tale of the real origins of the hippies of Yellow Deli, and it was really crazy and cool. We made a recording, haven't listened to it yet. If it's listenable, we'll drop it in right now. It also gives a really good vibe of what the place is like, because you can hear the music that they were yeah. playing. And he explains that, too. So we'll listen to it. If it's listenable, we'll drop it in right... AD, can you give me some uh, entrance Hello. effects? It's the blue uh, fader there. We'll drop it in right now. You're not going to put on the internet or anything, okay? We won't put your name on it. Let's All right, say. cool. <laughs> All right, so they started here in the 70s as like a Bible study through the college. 
and they were affiliated with that huge Presbyterian church down the street, and um, they they moved in together and just kind of did like this like the intentional community kind of thing. And I, it was like the Presbyterian church I think recognized it as a ministry, and um, they started like a lot of them were in college and they, they were like paramedics mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and so they started following like the Grateful Dead and. Um, some other band that had like people that traveled around a lot <laughs> and um, they would like find people that were like tripping in the parking lot and like almost die and like some of the people were EMTs and stuff and so like they would like rescue people from like basically dying yeah. and uh, so they, they got a lot a lot more steam like doing stuff like that and then um, they they went to church they had gotten a place to live now and the main guy's name was Eugene Spriggs and um, they had gotten a place down there, uh, like where they were all living together originally on this that street down mm-hmm. there. And um, they went to church to go there, to, and they they canceled it for the the Super Bowl that night. And they were really like super offended that they would do that. They thought that when it was too worldly, and so they broke off. And then they started having like a lot of like uh, tufts with the the, pres- the Presbyterians, and uh, and then it just kind of kept getting more and more isolated. Where the the main guy, he then became like um, he they call it the pipeline, where he had a direct pipeline to God. So yeah. it didn't matter. Nothing was a matter of like communal interpretation it was like he solely interprets he's the guy like how it is and so when you when you talk to him more one like one time I came here on Thanksgiving I just came here by myself and like I think they took it as like he's lonely let's uh, <laughs> like, yeah and so um he, he became the only one that could interpret the Bible, and he's actually the only one that doesn't live in community with the rest of them, but they're all over the world. They have, they're in South America and uh, all over the U.S., but um, I, they, they kind of go like, um, they follow Jesus' teachings as a, not as, div- like, um, like, I don't think they think he has any divinity. They call him Yesh, like, Yeshua, which is his Greek or Hebrew name, and so from that what I take is they interpret uh, Yeshua as the one pointing to the Messiah which would be their yeah, they, yeah yeah it's and uh, that's what the whole the whole uh, the restoration of the 12 tribes is, is it's like um, like in the end times or whatever they'll be the true the true 12 tribes like all the culture will fall and that's like why none of the music here it's all stuff they make like if you can go to gatherings at their house and stuff they have like a free meal on Friday nights for a Sabbath and um, like if you like if there's a kid that like grew up like in it I don't know you ask them anything about like they they have they don't know anything about like pop culture you know like because their whole thing is they're creating their own culture and uh like, like a lot of people like our age that grew up into it, if you'd be like, you know who Beatles or Beethoven or Elvis, they'd just be like, not really. That's crazy. Really into it. Yeah. But overall, uh, I've never had any reason to believe that they're harmful. Right. And they've saved people's lives at like 
I guess would be dead. Yeah. And so I guess working in the deli is better than being dead. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. What we have to figure out now is whether that if that played, we need to figure out a way to straddle the line between continuing this show, whether that played or not. Okay. What a story. The food, yeah, the, the wow. The food there was really good. And um, uh, I, um, let's describe the bathrooms place. Bathrooms were nice. <laughs> My initial impression was very Disney World. Yeah. Yes. Stepped into the Shire. It had, a, it had an Epcot center feel to it. Yeah. yeah. So that front door, especially with that music going, everything was super clean. Like a lot of wood. Yeah. Uh, True hippie vibe. Every little detail was hippie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I noticed on the uh, the railing, walking up to the front door, the like the iron railing, on the bottom of it, the little piece that just held it to the concrete was in the shape of a flower. I had a bunch of when I got in there before you guys did, and I I had a weird hostile interaction a little bit because oh. the guy came, I was like just kind of wandering around. And the guy was like, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm just here to eat. Um, I have six people. And he laughed at me. And then the girl that was walking by heard me, and she goes, yeah, you and everyone else. And uh, he was just like, ugh. like really exasperated by the idea of six people. And he was like, well, maybe we can get a table upstairs. I don't know. I was like, okay, well, I'll just sit over here, and you let me know. And, and we were seated uh, as soon as we walked in. Yeah. It's like, no problem. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, everything was wood, lighted really well, clean. Lots of, uh, there was a giant mural on one side with like a hippie bus and like angels and. You posted a picture on Instagram. I did post oh, one picture oh, on our Instagram yeah. of part of the mural. We got some of the literature, which they had an abundance of literature just talking about their history and why they do what they do. Which pretty much what I got was like, they there was a Jesus fever in the seventies, and they were a part of it, but it was also hippie flavored. And then the, and then some of the hippies weren't truly Christians. Yeah, but they were, and they, uh, I don't know, started their own kind of group. I guess now they have restaurants. That's what I got from it. And it's... I don't... Are there more yellow delis? Because yeah. they, they had many... They one. Ithaca, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. The same group. Because they have a whole list on the back of the literature we got. They have a whole list of their other uh, communes and things where you can find them. I had to drink with my breakfast, lunch. I had an... Er- uh, mango mate, which was one of the best things I've ever had to drink. Whoa, baby. I'm telling you, Whoa. that good. Whoa. Oh, you missed it. You were in the bathroom when I passed it around and gave everyone a sip. Huh. Sorry about that. Yeah, go figure. Kurt, how was yours? Okay. You had a mate as well. Green mate, yeah. Uh, just good. Just Not one of the best things I've ever had, but but solid. Oh yeah, thank you, David. I don't. I couldn't really tell what it tasted like. She's blinking. Are we still getting David? Hello. Oh, there I am. Oh, whoa. Whoops. 
Gotcha. We're hitting a traffic jam here in Atlanta, which, you know, is the way of it. I've heard Atlanta has the worst traffic in the nation. Yeah, I've heard that too. Really? Yeah. I've worst heard they LA? have really bad infrastructure. I, I've been in a traffic jam every time I've been in Atlanta. Yeah, there's some work going on on this road. Um, oh, is the map telling you? Yeah, yeah. It's Friday afternoon. Yep. 3.30. Friday. Friday. Oh, boy. We have... Hmm? We're going 27 miles. We have an hour and one minute. <laughs> Ooh, that's our ETA. Uh, funny. Uh, I don't want to say, spoil anything, or of course we can't give many details away, but more than once so far on this trip, Kurt has had phone interviews. Today he got some pleasing news. That's true. So congratulations to Kurt, wherever that may lead. Thank you, boys. Or Mike. High pain, high power. Everyone else congratulated me earlier. Thank you. <laughs> you the boss, Kurt? Kurt, did you tell them about your very important work I, in this band that you have to do? You have to get time off for? Uh, I will get around to that. Did Kurt, you, uh, do you that? put do you, you put Tan Van Tour Talk on your resume? Yes. That's smart, man. No, Can you work remotely actually. from the van? Well, from a lot of jobs, yeah. Sick. I want all you guys to feel comfortable and feel free to put Tan Van Tour Talk on your resumes as a one of your accomplishments. Co-host, special skills. Yeah, Co-host. definitely. Co-host. Yeah. Yeah. Producers. We're all kind of producers. What's the term for a, a podcaster? Is that the term? I think that's it. Yeah. Media mogul. <laughs> Content creator. Yeah, content creators. Content boys. <laughs> content boys. Uh, uh, a weird comrade. According to our ETA, weird comrades. we will be... Is that the correct time? This is the right, correct time. We will be entering Atlanta at 5 o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we slept in way later than I realized slash meant to. I slept so badly last night. I didn't sleep I was, great, but I, I was I felt like I was tossing okay. and turning all night. Yeah. I, I was reading never, the news at 5 a.m. Really? I was... Comfortable. I woke up at 7 and then was able to fall back asleep, but... The dog sound was bothering me. I, yeah. Couldn't get to sleep. When I saw that dog, I was the like... The dog just kept, like, going outside and barking and then coming back in, tapping his, his like, feet <laughs> on the cage and then licking up water and then tapping his feet and then going outside and barking. I had some earplugs from... Most of the night. I need earplugs. I need to buy some earplugs. Next chance I get. I have to say, the sound of Kurt's cot was comical to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was so that. loud. Really? And my face was also right next to it, but every time Kurt even moved a little bit, it was like... There was nothing I could do. No, I'm not blaming you. It was just... Uh, it actually was funny to me. Even, even in the dreadful state of non-sleep... I was finding it humorous. I was even trying to move around gently and still. <laughs> yeah, because it was like the whole length of the thing. Everything made a rickety <laughs> squeaking noise. Kurt, you slammed into the door last night. You remember when you did that? You, you thought it was open and it wasn't and it was dark. Oh, and you yeah, ran I couldn't right see anything. <laughs> like, I knew that there was a doorway there, but I couldn't like see. <laughs> we, had just, <laughs> we had just turned off the lights and my eyes hadn't adjusted yet. <laughs> Walked right into it. 
I'm okay, though. Thanks for asking. Thank goodness. Skull helmet, motorcycle guy on the right with an army backpack. He knows what's up, man. He knows what's up. He's trying to send a message. What is up, man? What is the message? I don't know. If I knew, I'd be wearing that stuff. How do you guys feel about purchasing six hogs for our next tour? <laughs> I think that sounds great. Pretty good. Kurt's got that new job, so... When do you think we'll slaughter him? We saw a motorcycle accident today. Right away. Did everybody see that? I didn't see it. I, I saw, saw the, the man being ground. comforted. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I mean. The traffic was stopped. There was a motorcycle on the highway, laying on its side, and a man on his knees removing, like, probably a quarter mile from the motorcycle. Uh, a quarter mile from It was motorcycle? far. He was far from the motorcycle. Maybe not a quarter mile, but... Not Some a full mile. A few hundred feet. At least hundreds of feet. He was moving around? He was on his knees and, tr and taking off his helmet, and there was someone on their knees in front of him, like, speaking to him. Oh, man. It's terrifying. But he seemed like, you know, on the surface, he seemed okay. Yeah, maybe he just rolled a really long way. Yeah, it didn't look... The motorcycle was intact and just laying on its side in the highway, so... Maybe just got bumped. Yeah, could be. Hope, hope, hoping for the best. Oh! Let me talk about this. At JJ's last night, uh, I received this flower from a man who told me to have a wonderful evening. It's in my hat now. Uh, when he gave me the flower, Travis told me that there's a documentary about him on Netflix. Really? Yeah, and I really want to watch it. Apparently, the way it goes, I haven't seen it yet, but apparently the story is there was a woman who was adopted, and she was trying to find her birth parents or at least her dad. And on her birth certificate, part of his name was illegible, but you could read the first name and it was a strange like German name. So she Googles it. And it turns out there are only three people in the world who have this name, this weird name. And at the same time, this guy who hands out flowers in Chattanooga was uh, going through some cancer treatment, and so people in Chattanooga were raising money for him and stuff, so he had this weird internet presence. And when she Googled the name, his image came up, and she looks just like him. So she, like, looks him up, and it's her dad, is this man that has been delivering flowers to people for years at the middle of the night in Chattanooga. That's all I know. That's pretty wild. But I really want to watch it now, especially now I ran into that guy. He just huh. said, have a wonderful evening. And I didn't see him at first. He... He came up next to me and he just said, have a wonderful evening. And I turned and he was holding a flower toward me. And I was like, oh, uh, thanks, man, not tonight. And he goes, no, no, just take it. Have a wonderful evening. And I said, oh, thanks. That wow. was it. And then he disappeared. Did you guys see him walking around? He had a, like yeah. a hat on. I thought he was selling him. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Surely he does. Surely he's trying to get a buck for each one, but I don't know. I didn't have a buck. We'll have a buck after tonight. Oh, yeah. Tonight's going to really put us over the edge. Surely. We don't have to split the door five ways. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see. One thing I saw when I was uh, promoting the show this morning on Facebook.com, I saw just a brief little thing on the calendar of the Mammal Gallery where we're playing. 
and it said, uh, I forget exactly how it was worded, but it was like, all kinds of music, something for everyone tonight. So I don't know what that means, but we could be into a real funny scene tonight. Something for everyone. I wonder who they think we're for. The sads. <laughs> the sads out there. We cheer them up. This one goes out to all the sads. First things first. Hey, can someone pass me one of those Cliff Brand bars? Yeah, where are they? Uh-oh. Where'd they end up? I think they're right by your foot, Mike. Oh, yeah. Or sort of. I just want one. I have a hundred. <laughs> I'm burdened by these. <laughs> Thank you, Cliff. Thank you, Cliff, for your brand bars. I want to thank Cliff from Metallica. Rest in peace. First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Cliff. Uncle Cliff. <laughs> I think Chattanooga is a place I could live. Seems real comfortable. We saw a guy walking across a bridge last night. On the top of a bridge. A lot of people were walking across the bridge. There was a guy on top of the scaffolding, a civilian with a backpack. Oh, when I told Travis that, he and Sandra at the same time both, they were like, what was he doing? I was like, I don't know, he had a backpack. And they go, oh, parkour. They said that at the same time. I was like, what? And they said, yeah, there's a big parkour scene here in Chattanooga. There's this park downtown where they take their daughters sometimes just to watch people do parkour. Strange. Yeah. On top of a bridge? Well, I don't know. They were just kind of guessing at it, but he was just walking when we saw him. But Climbing seems to be a thing. Yeah. Down there, there were a couple of crazy walls on the way to the venue, like outdoor oh, climbing okay. walls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just an extreme guy. It's a very hilly town. And then I said... Parkour and vaping are those two things to me that seem like I can't believe there's people who actually do this stuff. They just seem like uh, punchlines to me that aren't, they're like that caught on as a punchline, but they're not actually things people do, but they are. It's not like parkour. Idiots. It's always funny to me. I don't have anything against them really. It's just, I don't really, they're not in my life at all, but I know about them. So they just seem like a funny far away thing easy to laugh about isn't that the way of it though don't knock it till you take your first backflip off a two story building <laughs> blast a flat cloud <laughs> fat I said flat cloud but I meant to say fat cloud and capturing I'm, a duo bird I'm kind of a cloud chaser myself oh, that was another thing last night Sandra was playing uh, Pokemon Go when she arrived at the venue and she gave me a detailed and visual explanation of the game. And I was impressed. Really? I was very impressed. I see why so many people love it. It's not for me, but I see why it's drawn people out. What do you mean? Super interactive. Uh, it, you know, people love to play, people love Lord of the Rings and people love to play RPG games. This makes the game interact with your actual environment. Which is an obvious, to me that's an obvious like step up. It's like, oh yeah, you're one, you're one step closer to being a part of your fantasy. 
Yeah, yeah it's not for me, but it's for me when I turn my cat backwards. <laughs> it's for me, man. I don't think me, man, would play that. I can't see him ever having a smartphone. He's kind of a Luddite. So one thing uh, to consider here, the boys, is that we don't actually have a destination at the moment. Uh, I'm sort of waiting on an email with a recommendation to a music shop. But you're on airplane But mode. I'm on airplane mode and recording this show right now. Uh, Perhaps we should find a place on our own. What do you think? We could do that. Yeah, we could certainly do that. I'm on it. I also don't remember what time load-in is, but it's later, you know, 8 or something. So we've got some time. But for now, we're just driving to, generally, Atlanta. My Vine girlfriend lives in Atlanta, but I don't think she's here right now, which is unfortunate. Who's that, Mike? I'd love to see her. I don't want to say because it's embarrassing. I don't think I would like her in real life. She's just this beautiful woman who's charming. I think my Vine girlfriend lives like in you Columbus. In real life. Ohio, David? Yeah. So it could, you know, it could develop. I could move over there. <laughs> We're going through there. We're playing on this trip. Although one of her recent Vines was this little rap song about how she likes her men to have thick legs. Uh, so I don't think that she'd be into me. Yeah. She's not into those Uniqlo legs. Nah. Oh, I won a game at the table last night. Uh, Sandra was trying to guess where people's clothes had come from since she buys clothes for a living. And I guessed where Kurt's shirt came from before she could, because I guessed Uniqlo. You have the advantage of personal friendship. That is true. But it was not my first guess, and we uh, had gone a couple rounds before I got it. So you both took a shot? Hmm? So then you both took a shot? Yes, we both took a shot. We did one of those things, what do you call it, where you take a giant drag on a vape, do a shot, and then let the vape out. Yeah, what is chillin'. that called? What's it called? I should call that chillin'. Oh. I call that a normal I'm, weekday night. Yeah, normal last day. <laughs> Every morning, that's the way I start my day. No, it's called a knockout. It's called Strike a out. Strikeout. mushroom collab. <laughs> But I think it's with a traditionally, I think it's when you chug a beer, or you like hit rip a bong <laughs> and chug a brewski and maybe take a shot and then exhale the bong hit. You can't All three? Do that you cannot do that. Yeah, you can. Chug a beer with bong in you? Yeah, I think you rip a bong, chug a beer. And it let takes it out. a little while to chug a beer. Yeah, that doesn't. Especially when you exclusively drink tall boys like me. I, uh, do you do that because you are a tall boy? Yeah, I won't touch anything that's not a tall boy. Just like you got to get 
big and tall shirts. You yeah. Get big and tall drinks. That you are absolutely correct. Yeah. Wow. That's just I have lived a big and tall life. I have a idea of what Atlanta is like in my head. I wonder if it's going to be that way. It is already fulfilling that, and that when I think of Atlanta, I think of bad traffic, that giant mall, um, hot. It's hot as hell. I think of Outcast. Yeah. Yeah, I think of Outcast. I think of Little Five Points. That's where uh, we were told to go to. Yeah, that's the spot where people like us should go. Is that where we're playing? I don't know. I don't know where the venue is. Oh, I'd like to go there. Uh, that's where Criminal Records is, which is a great little record shop. Mm. When I was a young lad, I used to watch this Deer Hunter live at Criminal Records video. Oh, yeah. It was very cool. <sighs> On a sleeping bag tour with uh, Moose, DMA, mm. we drove over to, what's it called, Stankonia? I don't remember the name of their re recording studio in Atlanta, Outcast. Dungeon. Oh, yeah. Was it? Dungeon. I don't remember what it's called. I don't know the name. But we went and knocked on the door and just, like, stood out there. <laughs> nice. No one answered, obviously. Uh, one time in, like, 2005, maybe, old band I was in, Husband and Wife, was on tour with another old band that I know called Away With Vega. You guys familiar with that group? My favorite band? Nope. Never heard of them. Uh, we played at a mall in a suburb of Atlanta. I forget the name of the suburb. A mini mall? Gwinnett County. Was it just like a mini mall? No, it was like a huge mall. There was a skate park inside the mall. Whoa. And we played in the middle of a vert ramp in a skate oh, park inside a mall. That's so cool. And it was awesome. There were tons of kids there. We sold a bunch of CDs. That's my dream show. It was a really fun night. Good bands played. People were skating all around us. It was great. Was there a video from that? Uh, if there is, I'd love to see it. I thought seems very familiar. Not that I know of, but there may be. I'd love to play at a skating rink sometime. Oh, yeah. It's right in the middle. We could probably book a show at the Western Skateland if we Let's wanted to. Found an amp repair shop. Oh, yeah. There was another, Dusty Groove maybe, is that in Atlanta? There was a little uh, used LP store that was great last time I was down in Little Five Points, I think. I forget what it was called, though. They had a ton of stuff. Scratch and Dent Records. Maybe that was it. Scratching them records. Feeling kind of sleepy. I'm feeling feel very uncomfortable in the van today. In what way? My body. Warm? Way. I'm a little warm. No, just my body feels bad, in it? Oh. I feel bad in my body in the van. I see. Don't succumb to that kind of shaming, though, Ben. I think your body's just fine the I way it is. I don't feel bad about my body oh. right now. Oh, I mean... Too distracted to be feeling uncomfortable. I'm warm. I'm warm, too, but we got the sun beating on us. You and me. Well, you. Me by extension. It's probably your warmth that's heating me up. What? You're radiating heat. Although I did say I was full of light and love, and light doesn't come without heat. 
Unless it's LED, and I do, I'm too old to have LEDs inside me. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm full of light and love. Uh, That's no. what James McNamara says to me every time I go to the flea market in Bloomington. He, I say, hey, how are you doing today? He says, full of light and love. Which guy is that? James McNamara. The antique mall? At the uh, flea, flea market. B-Town Flea. Over by Melody. Mm. Full of light and love. He used to be on the Bloomington Board of Public Works. And he's a real uh, um, animal shelter advocate. And he gets a little emotional sometimes when he talks about the animal shelter at the public works meetings. He's otherwise pretty funny over there. I always liked that guy. He's got this real breathy like laugh that he does. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's good. Allegro bus. Who's, what's the worst laugh you've ever heard? Zach Melton's honk. How's that go? I can't mimic it. I love it because it's Zach's, but it's really something. Um, worst laugh? Oh, I know. I don't really know this girl, though, so I probably shouldn't say. Don't say her name. I'm not going to say her name. She's a local. To this van? <laughs> to Bloomington. Oh. Um... She's in the gallery eating with another person that we know a lot, who is English. <laughs> You're giving a lot of clues. <laughs> All you gotta do is describe the laugh. It's like really loud and a honk, but it's kind of like, <laughs> it's really loud. <laughs> um, I'm a little too tired to describe it anymore. I think I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> It's very hot up here. Good night, Aaron. Thanks. Uh, the road... Did the directions tell us anything right now? Because we're about to hit the bypass. Did yeah. you get the address for the amp shop? I'm currently driving and talking into a microphone, and my phone is being used to In record the show. 7 miles. Stay on the road that we're on. Great. There's an accident... Actually, there's two accidents on the road that we're on currently. So it looks like it's going to be pretty slow going. Getting into A-Town. And then... I-75 south in, and then I-85 south. Are you taking us to the venue? I'm taking us to the venue. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. I thought you just had Atlanta popped in there. Do you want, do you want to go to the amp shop first? That's a good idea. I think we should go straight to an amp shop. We, Unless someone has one in mind, I do not have Zach one. Zach, yeah, I've got Okay, great, perfect. One. Do you want to take us there, Zach? Yeah, four right. miles. Great. You're going to get on 285 east. East, great. Thank you. Got that. Feeling like a blank slate. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm just a little low energy right now. The address 
yeah. of, of the amp shop. Uh-huh. 4511 Chambly Dunwoody Road. <laughs> Chambly Dunwoody. Is that the guy from Pawn Stars? Is he down here? Do those guys live here? That would make sense. Chumbly Dunwoody? <laughs> Chumbly. What's the name of the shop? Uh, the name of the shop is Andrew's Amp Lab. Oh, great. Oh, an Amp Lab? This is perfect. Yeah. Hey, oh, Do they have hours listed, Zach? Yeah. Uh, they close at 6 today. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Okay. No, it's 4. Yeah, we should we'll be okay. Get, we should be all right. Here's something, listeners. If you want to call in or text in tomorrow after you hear this, text yes to AD if we should get a hotel room tonight or if we should try to squeeze in with our buddy. Squeezing in with her buddy. Squeezing in. We don't make much money. When the night is getting muddy, can't afford that crummy hotel room. Just squeeze in with your buddy. Might get a little nutty. Might feel a little slutty. When you're silly, buddy. You got a little bit of duddy. Got drunk, feeling cruddy. I think the song is a duddy. <laughs> We're descending into madness. Yeah. I think this is a new low for us. I think we've descended into madness. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up some questions to, uh, we can talk about. What's that, Ben? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask us some questions. Some generic questions like Google. Go to, go to Yahoo. Siri, what's the no. question? Here, this is going to be a new segment for the show. We can go to Yahoo Answers and just whatever the latest questions are, we can ask them in the van and That's then a great idea. decide, if, you know, uh, figure out if we, who's got the best answer. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mike, mile and a half. Exit 259. Great. Thank you. Oh, baby. Here we go. You're on Yahoo Answers there, Ben? Yeah. Great. Does Mike Pence look like a Nazi? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he's got he looks hair. No, he looks like Race Bannon, that guy from, uh, yeah, what is that? What is that show? That doesn't mean he can't look Flash both. Gordon, Speed, Speed Racer? Racer, Speed Racer. So does Race Bannon look like a Nazi? Does Race Bannon look like a Nazi? Yeah, good question. Here, I've got one. Here's another question. Y'all ready? Yeah. From the philosophy section, is life tough or easy? <laughs> hmm. That is a hard question. So I guess tough. Just yeah. is, man. None of the above. Next question. 
Um, <laughs> which of these names do you like the most? <laughs> Jade, Ophelia, Bindi, Indy, Aria, Layla, Alina, Alice, or Issa? Bendy. Yeah, Bindi. I like Layla. Because of the song? Yeah. Got you're such a cl- you're such a Clapton head, though. Clapton's got the slow hand. Is that what's going on? Someone's trying to name their daughter? Probably. Eric, inventor of the blues, Clapton. <laughs> what, what am I doing here, Zach? So 285 East. Great, thank you. Oh, here's a really good question. In the history section, <clears throat> who did 9-11? <laughs> Bush, duh. Bush. Easy. Yeah. I thought question. it was the Saudis. I saw that in the bathroom last night. Bush did 9-11? Yeah. The bathroom... Oh, boy. I was in. I said out loud, this is a shithole. <laughs> I took some photos. Did you? Yeah. I thought it was pretty rough. They had yeah. those red lo- lights. The locks, you notice how the lock was barely on? The yeah. Door? It was the exact same on the other bathroom. Really? Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, like I noticed that. dangling on both, both of them. them. <laughs> like, almost on purpose, they made them both horrible. Um, Twice. I didn't notice that they were gendered, the bathrooms. Me either. I walked up to them twice to just uh, one time to throw something in the wastebasket, another time to get some toilet paper for earplugs, and both times there was a line of women waiting, and the other bathroom was just empty with the door wide open. That's silly. And I was surprised that people were. Well, yeah. one of them didn't have a seat. Oh, maybe that was why I didn't notice really? that. Yeah. That that would make sense. One on the I left. didn't notice that. My favorite feature was the brick that was missing at about eye level that was full of cigarette butts. <laughs> I didn't see that either. Uh, wow. Yeah, those bathrooms were disgusting. Did you notice there were spots in the floor in that place too that were like weak and felt like you could fall through them at any moment near the bathrooms? No, I didn't. That's Boy. gross. There was one place where there was like an extra board and all the boards around the extra board uh, were like, they would flex and bend when you step near them. Yeah, that wasn't great. That was, yeah. Yeah, pretty rough. Just the smoking in the... That is yeah. just not... That's not a nice thing. Here's a question from Yahoo. Yeah. My boyfriend proposed to me, but the engagement ring has no diamond. I'm very upset and don't know what to do. I told him yes, but he said but said he needs to get one with a diamond. He said he can't afford one, and I should be happy with the one he gave me. That got me very mad, and I threw the cheap ring at him. I love him, but now I don't know if I should marry him or not. Wow. What would you do? If I, I was that dude, I would not marry that woman. Yeah, if I was the dude, <laughs> I'd be like, all right, well, never mind. I made a huge mistake. Next. <laughs> <laughs> what will happen if I order Pizza Hut? I'm 19. Will they say anything? <laughs> What? I like that question. <laughs> I'm new to this world. <laughs> I'm 19. What will happen if I order human. Pizza Hut? I'm 19. It's going to be fun, man. Just order it. You're good. You're I am dog. a normal teen. Can I, can I order pizza? <laughs> I, am. I am dog. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that one. That's one of my favorites. You'll get some good pizza in your belly, bud. Trust no one is what Especially I said. Oh, did I tell you? I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast last season, but uh, I told you guys about Savor the Flavor. 
This guy that walks up and down my street. Oh yeah, I know about Savor the Flavor. I found out Savor the Flavor is a Pizza Hut thing, and he's just walking to his job at Pizza Hut every day. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mentioned it to Addison and Josh, and one of them was like, maybe it's like a uniform that he wears, because he always has the same t-shirt and jeans on. And they're like, maybe he's got a, maybe it's his uniform. I was like, oh yeah, so we Googled Savor the Flavor, found out it was a Pizza Hut thing, and there's a Pizza Hut on my side of town. Mm. Uh, then I took a photo of him one day, and texted it to Addison, and he said, oh yeah, I know that guy. He's a Plan 9 uh, regular. So we solved the case. All right. Now we just got to figure out who the crow is. Was it Stepanovich? Oh, I don't know. I forget the name. He told me the guy's name. Do you know him? I know Stepanovich. That sounds a little familiar. What's he look like? He's big and kind of shambling. Yep. Uh, looks a little bit like uh, Stephen King. Yep. That's the guy. Gla wire rim glasses. Yeah. I like that guy. I don't know him at all, but I see him almost daily walking down the street to his job. He's, he's a real oddball. He's got a, a walk that makes him seem odd. Yeah. But yeah, I was glad to get that solved. He worked at the union the whole time I worked there, too. Oh, okay. Mysterious guy. Yeah. Could be a serial killer. He's got that. He's got a vibe to him that seems like he could be into some weird stuff. Or he could just be quiet, shy guy. Do you know what his Plan 9 renting habits are? Uh, he rents all, all kinds of stuff. Definitely, well, I shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, I guess not. But I like him. Yeah, cool. How are we doing on time here? Oh. Guys, there's some cool... Weird oh, questions we're, in this. we're good because uh, if Travis's thing works out, I think that's like six minutes. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, Tam Van Tour Talk. Don't forget the ending here. We got the big finish. Uh, give me a second. Uh, I want to say you can follow us on Twitter at M-I-C-D-A-D-A-M. You can find all kinds of things about us at MikeAdams.info. Oh, the complete Tan Van Tour Talk archive is now available at MikeAdams.info. So you can listen all the way from Season 1, Episode 1, up to Season 15, Episode 3, which is this one. Find us online at cakefarts.com. Yep. Our hey. homepage. Uh, sign up for Loot Crate and get our patches. Yeah, Loot Crate, get our weird comrade patches. Merchdirect.now. Uh, got our custom vape mods on their way. For all you cloud chasers out there, get in touch. We'll send you out to our... Uh, branded tinctures. vape mods. Yeah, tinctures. High-powered battery packs. Uh, like a koozie. It's like a koozie thing for your vape, though. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, just trying to... Anyways. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you on the other side of tomorrow. <laughs>